Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO Podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Tonight I'm joined by Luke and Luke had some very unusual encounters back in 2016 while he was fishing on the northern coast of New South Wales. So Luke, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Cade. You and I have been chatting for the last 10 minutes and uh, we could have just kept going forever and ever. You're you're such a, a relatable fellow. So I'm super excited to hear what happened to, to you and your mate on this fishing trip. Yes, yes, she was a she was a wild one. That's for sure. So, yeah, um, where do I start? <laughs> so, so the first encounter that we had down there at this spot was in 2016. So, me and a good mate of mine, and I had my dog at the time, which he he was a uh, Staffordshire Bull Terrier. He was only a pup at the time, and me and my mate thought, you know, let's let's go down fishing at this. Um, little river down near Evans Head and this would have been uh, around I think it was around 11 11.30 at night so out to the spot now to get out to this spot it's it's a it's on the Woodburn Evans Head Road and you've got to go down a little dirt road to get to the back of the river now to get to the river it's probably a good I'd have to say around 160-170 metres of just a dirt road straight dirt road and once you're down there, it's 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 bushland. There's there's not much to it, so you really you're really out in the sticks a bit. So we get down there. We've got no tor. Oh, well, we've got a couple of dolphin torches. That was about it, and that that was all we had to go fishing because we didn't care. So, um, and we get down to the spot, and it was a bloody hot night. Like it was the air that night. For some reason, it just felt really thick we were sort of we go down there and we we're just like oh you know there's a few bugs and the torches were not real good and it was bloody hot so 
we figure, let's give it a shot. And we just, we thought, well, let's wait, you know, 10 minutes because the tide was starting to come back in at that time. And next minute, my mate taps me on the shoulder and he goes, what's that down, right down on the far right there? And I said, oh, it looks like someone's camping. Now, where this spot is exactly, it's probably about 70, 70 to 80 metres on my right side of the of the driver's side. So we're looking down and we're just looking at it, looking at it, and we're still sitting in the ute at this time and we're just like, oh, must be someone camping down there. And we just kept looking. And next minute, it was this, I'd have to say it was a... It was no bigger than a basketball. It was this white sort of yellowish light and it was just bouncing. I said, that's not, no one's even camping down there. Like, that's just some light. And next minute, the light, it just came for us in a, in a second. We were just like, holy, you know, holy fuck, what the hell? And <laughs> luckily we were still sitting in the U because we just went nuts you know, stuff that we got out of there as quick as we could. And we get back onto the dirt road and driving along, driving along, you know, we're like, what the fuck was that? And, you know, we like, oh, who knows? Anyway, let's just, let's just get out of here. So we kept going. And I had the back window down. I had a I had a dual cab ute at the time and I had my dog in the back seat. So I had the window down. Well, probably not even halfway in the passenger window in the back. And next minute we get this like absolutely terrifying roar. Like it's almost as if a hand came across the back window. And we tr- we like we were just we looked at each other straight away and we're like, what the fuck was that? And <laughs> we we kept going, we got to the end of the road. And I said, no, I've got to get out. I've got to see, you know, if there's anything back there or if there's any marks on the youth or if there's, there's something. And he goes, no, don't get out, don't get out, you know, whatever that is, whatever it was, we we got to go. I was like, no, just give me a sec. So I get out with the dolphin torch. He gets out with the other one. We're just shining it, shining it. And absolutely nothing, nothing at all. It was just dust. And... I look around. I look around the Ute. I'm like, "There's nothing. We didn't hit anything. There's no marks. There's no nothing." And I open the back door up and to check on my dog, and I, I could not see him on the on the seat at all. So I, I looked under my my driver's seat, and there he was, huddled as far as he could go, and he would refuse. He just would not come out at all. Like the only way he could come out is when we got back to my place and, you know, even then it was still hard trying to get him out and we were just like, yeah, whatever that was, yeah, we definitely were not supposed to be there that night. So that, that was that was the, the first uh, encounter that happened down there. We we spoke about it, uh, me and my mate, and we sort of, you know, try to understand what it was and I said you know it could have been it could have been a, this it could have been that and I've heard you know stories about when if there's million lights present and that's what I take it as it was because it's so similar 
um, that there's bound to be a Yowie encounter as well or a Yowie lurking around that area. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty much spot on there because, yeah. you know, everything that you've, you've kind of told me about this encounter, like, really fits the, the bill for both of those encounters, essentially, because the, the number one giveaway for me is when you got out of the car, the, the air, it just felt really thick. And, thick, yeah. you know, that's a, usually you hear that when Yowies are in the area, like the, everything just feels, different and yeah i would assume that place doesn't usually kind of feel like that definitely not definitely not especially it wasn't even a summer night either it was sort of it was sort of a spring sort of night so you know it wasn't it wasn't too cold wasn't too hot it was actually it was meant to be a really good night but that night it was just like yeah the air was real thick there was a lot it wasn't as much noise out there especially being out where we were, there's, there's, you know, down to here, a few, a few birds, you know, um, insects, but it was dead. It was, there was nothing happening that night. So, yeah. And especially near a creek too, you know, those, <laughs> any kind of water system, it's just like this absolute orchestra of insect sounds. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's pretty, pretty telling, especially to that you heard this roar because for, Anyone who listens to this podcast, they absolutely know there's nothing in the Australian bush that roars. There's there's koalas that make this weird noise, but uh, yeah. koalas aren't going to chase after your vehicle no. on a dirt road and kind of brush the the back window of of your car. That no. is, there's there's only really one kind of creature that comes to mind that fits that bill. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy because. Like when we when we heard it, it was just like we searched the internet for a sound that could sort of match what we heard, and we couldn't find anything. But my mate actually found this one video that it was it was actually a person who was just like trying to make this like real deep roar, and it sort of it matched that in a way. But it was it was like yeah, no, there was there was definitely a bit more anger to what we heard. <laughs> Yeah, it's how, how would you have described the roar? Was it was it incredibly loud or or anything like that? Or it was, was it-, it was it was sort of instant. It was just like a wow, like just as quick as it, it it came, it went. You know, it was like I felt like, and we got out of there pretty quick. You know, at a you know sort of safe manner, but quick enough to get back to the road. And I. I'm sort of thinking to myself, you know, if I had been driving a tad slower, I reckon we probably could have engaged whatever it was. How fast do you think you were going? On a dirt road, I'd say I would have been at least going oh, 90k at least. Oh, wow. That's, and that's yeah, quick. Yeah. So that's how, like after what we've seen, you know, we weren't hanging around to find out, you know. So we were just like, yeah, let's just hightail it out of here. Yeah, Don't look back. Let's just get home. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that that completely changes my mindset around this because yeah, you know, that makes me wonder if this thing kind of tried to jump in the back of your you. That's what I was thinking at one point, and I and my mate actually he said the exact same thing. He's like, "Well, one of it just tried to like dive into the back of the tub or or something," but 
I don't know. It, it's it still baffles me. Like, and this was going into that. Like, this is back in 2016, and yeah, I, I still cannot just think what it might have been. Did you actually catch any fish? Like, did you even get the chance to get out of the vehicle and and well, kind of get a line in? No, we <laughs> we we because we were waiting for the tide to come back in, and it was actually. We we were just waiting, and you know the bugs were pretty bad. Mosquitoes were pretty bad, and it was just like, no, nah, well, let's just wait out a bit longer. And yeah, no, we literally just sat in the car. So I reckon it probably would have been, I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes. I don't know, 20, ten minutes. I don't know. Like the time just got away from us. We're sort of just like, oh, should we go? Should we not go? Should we just go home? Sort of thing. So. It's it's a pretty intense encounter, especially the fact that you were getting out of there at ninety kilometers an hour, and yeah, something something was either fast enough to keep up with that, or had the the ability to to reach up high. Because the for, yeah. for people who don't really know, because there, there's a lot of international listeners who probably wouldn't understand what a dual cab ute is. And I would imagine it's probably something like a Hilux or or a Trident or something like that. And they're quite high off the ground. You'd be you'd be pushing, you know, a good 180 centimeters tall to kind of get to one of those back windows. And to to do that at a vehicle going 90 kilometers an hour to roar at it, man, that that really must get the arm the hair standing up on your arms. Oh yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was. Yeah, it just happened so quick, and we like we just looked at each other and we we're just like, "Like, did you just fucking hear what I heard?" He's, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, mate, I would have had anxiety going through the roof because you know you've seen this, you've seen this bouncing light going through the through the bush, like not just a a light that's just stationary or something like that, something that's got a bit of. I don't know. I wouldn't say maybe sentience to it, but yeah, it, there's a sense of control going on there where it's kind of bouncing through those trees. That would have been just such a a head spin to go. What the hell is that? Yeah, and, and then you have this encounter with a with a yowie. Yeah, it's it was crazy because like when we when we seen the light and where that area was, we've camped down there before, so we immediately assumed, oh, you know, that's that's obviously someone camping down there. And, but there was no fire, like, especially at that time of night, you'd either someone's gone to bed and getting up to, to go to the toilet or, or whatever. But we literally had to keep staring at it to, to make sure that it, it wasn't a person. And that's when it just started bouncing and just going as fast as anything. And it just came for us and we're like, no, nah, that was it. <laughs> How long do you think you were staring at it before it approached you? Fifteen seconds. Oh wow! So yeah, it, you, it, you, it got your attention, and then basically it just came straight to you. Yeah, because my mate noticed it, and he's just like, "What's that?" And before it even like we just started to understand what it was, it just started coming, and then we're like, "Holy, holy shit, let's go!" <laughs> so yeah, it didn't take long at all. It went, the way everything happened, it just happened so quick. And we couldn't even process it by the time we got home. We were just like, all right, let, let's try and understand what we saw. And, you know, we couldn't, even like like I said today, we, we still it still baffles us. So it's just crazy. 
It, it, it is a super weird encounter, and it's and it's pretty fascinating that you kind of had two rather extreme encounters go back to back because <laughs> it's not uncommon for people to have like orb encounters when when they yeah. have a, a yowie encounter, but they don't. I've never really heard of these orbs kind of approaching people. They see the orbs in the trees and stuff like that. So I don't know yeah. if, if they were connected or not, but it, it's super super unique. Definitely, yeah. It's it, Evans Head is it's known to it's it's a pretty spiritual place, and I've also heard that it's a bit of a cursed town as well. I've, I've heard off a few people. I don't know how true that is, but you know, it, it's just what what people say. You know, so yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. These small little towns, they they have these funny little stories that usually kind of connect with them. And it'd be interesting to kind of find out if anyone else in that area had has had like something similar happen to them. Yeah. I know you, you've had another encounter, which we'll get on shortly, kind of in that same area. Um, but I, I do have to say, man, you are an absolute madman getting out of that ute when you <laughs> got back to the main road. Because if this, whatever that creature was hypothetically it's chasing your vehicle while you're going 90ks down a dirt road of all things and then you jump out with the the crappiest little dolphin torch to to look for it yeah that's it's just like i was just thinking myself you know if i don't get out and if i don't at least if i i have to see something like like if, if i don't see anything you know if i i might regret you know if I kept driving, you know, I would have been like, why didn't I stop? Why didn't I get out? Why didn't I have a look? It was sort of just like the adrenaline as well. And I was just like, nah, let's just, let's just get out and just see if we can see something, at least like a figure or, or eyes or just something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it was, it was just dust. It's a great presence of mind to kind of, want to find out more in a situation like that because i don't know what was really going through your mind when you were you had these encounters but were you thinking was that a mmm like was that a ufo and then was that a bloody yowie was any of that type of stuff on your mind or were you just kind of just pure it so i i had a feeling that it it could have possibly been a yowie like and i've i've heard you know i've heard stories like from a few other people that have told me some things that's happened to them and you know I've I've seen videos and about the mid-min light and, and all that sort of stuff and with the you know the history of it all and I was sort of it's like just trying to rule out what it could have been first and then sort of being like okay so maybe it was a mid-min light maybe it was a yaoi or maybe it was something that you know we don't know about so yeah either way it's super fascinating and it's almost like a a super privilege to encounter both things on the same night yeah especially with someone as well so you know it's it's sort of it sort of backs up the story a bit you know i can have him you just be like no he'll tell you his side of it as well (laughs) yeah that's the best part about having an encounter especially with a mate or someone else is the the extra layer of credibility and like confirmation of what you saw you weren't seeing things you didn't misinterpret it it when you when you both see the same thing it's 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 very telling yeah definitely definitely 
So, mate, I, I'm super interested about this second encounter because uh, it, it sounds like you had something else happen to you in that area as well. Do you mind going into that one? And now a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, this one would have taken place probably a year later, a year or two later. It was just so long ago when all this happened. So we were like, we basically threw everything under the carpet of what happened down there last time. You know, we were just like, you know, it's, it's a good spot. It's a well-known spot as well. So we were just like, all right, Let's get a couple more of the boys. Let's go down. We'll camp down there the night. We'll take the tinny out. And we'll take some crab traps out and, and you know, we'll, we'll go and have a feed of crab and do a bit of fishing and, and you know, just have a good have a good night stand, being down there. So we go down there. And, again, it wasn't – wasn't. I think this was probably going into summer. So, yeah, we get down there. We – I think this probably would have been about three in the afternoon on a Saturday. So we get down there, we get the tinny unloaded and chuck all the traps in. We set up camp, this and that. And we said, right, oh, no, let's let's get into the river. Let's let's go put these traps out. So we jump in, we go further down the river and it, it, it gets pretty deep in that river and it's like it's there's a lot of there's a lot of ways where you can get lost. So um, we were just like, all right, let's let's go out a bit further than usual, like where we've been before. Let's go, you know, where we think they might be. We'll drop them there. So we do that. And we get back to camp and do the usual, you know. We sit around the fire, a couple of beers, have a feed. So, and then we'll just like, right, the, the night's pushing on. Let's get back out there. So we went out about one o'clock. That's how that's how far the night we sort of we sort of just lost track of time. So we go out, um, all four of us on the on this little tinny. So we this time same shitty dolphin torches. Couldn't see anything. A wine and a little LED wind up to, uh, wind up torch that I had, and we had our phones. I had mine at least, and we were going off the back of the light off that. The other boys left theirs at the at the campsite, and we made drive of the tinny. We get out there, and by this time, you know, it's, de- it's dead night, and we get right out. <laughs> we get right out to the to the traps, start checking them, you know, start pulling a few of them in, you know, we'll start we'll call it a night, and. 
we get to the last trap and where this last trap is there's a bit of a there's a bit of a bend so there's a got the bank and um you gotta go around the around the bank to get back to our camp which is still a fair way down the river and we put my mate ran straight over the crack trap bang it stops the motor off and we we're just like oh great so we gotta untangle it and try and get it in get the motor started so we untangle it and my mate in front of me he he goes what's that and over on the bank there and I've turned around and I've started winding up the LED torch and it's pretty it's there's a lot of scrub in there as well so you can't see anything and I'm just winding up winding up and next minute we just get these we get these eyes and I'd say they would have been at least six feet seven feet tall and couldn't make out the shape of it at all because just how thick the scrub was in there and I'm sort of looking at my mate and I'm saying Oi. he goes I know I know he's trying to start the motor because the tide is literally starting to drift us into this bank oh no and we're like yeah we're like nah we, we really gotta go we really gotta go and he's like I know I fucking know and yes he got the motor going and we we had everything pinned on this thing and we were just watching it and literally all it done was stood there it looked to its right and then it looked back at us like pretty slowly didn't do anything it, and then next minute we get going we look back at it and it's turned off it's gone that was it we, we didn't see anything of it again like we didn't see any eyes any, anyway so we get back to the campsite and same thing. I looked at my mate who I had the first encounter with and I was just like, you know what that was? And he goes, don't even say it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, shit, but we better get out of here, boys. And it was all right. Nah, she'll be right. She'll be right. You know, it's 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 late in the morning. Uh, it's early hours in the morning. You know, let's, let's, just, let's just call it a night. So <clears throat> jump in the swags. And probably you, not even an sleep, hour later. You're sleeping in swags. In swags. Oh, yeah. you're nuts. Yeah, in swags. <laughs> well, no, it did, it did nothing stop this. It was just, you know, <laughs> that's all we had. <laughs> so, yeah, we jumped in the swags and it probably would have been, <clears throat> uh, I'd say, an hour, hour or two later. The rain started coming in and it rained heavily. Woke us all up and we jumped in the ute. We just sort of sat there and we we're just like waiting for it to stop and and me and my mate jumped out because we had this swags were unzipped so everything's getting wet so we jump out and the rain started easing off a bit the next minute across the river all we hear is crash crash trees just absolutely just getting a hiding and we're like what the fuck's going on over there look the storm wasn't that bad to you know do whatever it's doing over there and it honestly just felt like trees were just going, just getting pushed over. Like, they were just crashing everywhere. And we're like, yeah, this ain't good. So we we're like, yeah, that's it. Let's Everything's wet. Let's just throw everything in the bag and head home. And we'll just <laughs> assess everything in the morning. So, yeah, we that was the that was the second encounter down there. So that one was pretty, pretty hectic. That is nuts. 
I can't believe you were out there in swags. And for for our international listeners, a swag is like a glorified sleeping bag <laughs> that's essentially made of a tent. So these guys are sleeping essentially under the stars after yep. seeing something seven foot tall out in the bushes the the eyes reflecting that is very ballsy my friend <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just yeah we love camping and you know especially being from small towns you know we we love being in the countryside you know we just grew up you know going camping and going fishing and and just doing doing what we love and that's just how we how we grew up so yeah it's it's just crazy how you know that that one little spot has so much activity. Yeah, it's it's really nuts. When you saw these these eyes, what yeah. color were they? So I'd say they'd have to be a light red, a light yeah, a lightish red. Now I don't know if that was just the reflection of the the lights that we had going, but when it turned its its head to the right and then turned back, it it's almost as if. They were light, and then they were just like going darkish. So I don't know. I don't know if that was just because of the torch and how it was, and with everything happening, like at that moment. So the the eye shine level changed. It definitely did. It definitely did, and especially we're looking up at it as well. Like it was tall, and it and it would have been like as big as a bodybuilder. That's how I'd have to describe it it was huge so you could see kind of the the frame to it a little bit as well well yes and no we could just from the size of it like and how it sort of turned to the right we'll just like yeah things it's it was a big boy yeah yeah so we were just like no we gotta get out of here i got a weird question for you with these eyes do you do you think they would have been illuminated, like a self-illuminated kind of redness, or do you think it was just an effect from the from the torches? Well, it's hard to say. Like these were pretty, sh- like these were shitty torches, and the wind-up LED thing was doing absolutely nothing. So we're literally just going off off moonlight at that time because we we were running out of light. Like the dolphin torches were were, were dying. I literally had my phone torch and that was it. And so I don't know. I, I can't I can't answer that. It was just like Yeah, they were just a lightish, darkish sort of red. Cause those dolphin torches, they put out a pretty good beam for about ten meters. And that's yeah. that's really about it. They're, they're the perfect kind of fishing torch, to be honest. They are. Yeah, they are. It's just yeah, we <laughs> we probably should have changed the battery in these things, right? We just we didn't care. But, you know. And how many of you were in the boat when, when all of this was going down? So it was all four of us. Oh, so wow. I was I was sitting next to the driver and two of my mates were at the front. What was the vibe from the other guys? Well, one, one of the boys was just like sort of trying to point a torch to get us out of where we were because we were, were losing light, you know, and we're starting to lose our weight. The other fellow who I had the first encounter with, he was just like, you know, we're just trying to get this rope off the motor. And, yeah, the third fella, he's just trying to, yeah, he's cutting everything and just trying to start the motor. And, yeah, there was it was just 
things were happening at 100 mile an hour. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it's a it's a true hotspot for Yowie activity, and yeah, no, not even just mediocre activity. It, it sounds like it's it's a pretty aggressive creature that's out that way. Considering you, you know one of the telltale signs of Yowie activity is you hear this tree crashing, banging, and things like that. And every every time I've heard that, that's kind of their way of saying you know it's time for you to piss off, mate. You're done here. Yeah. Yeah, definitely was. I, yeah, it was like uh, after the, after all the trees started going down, we were just like, yeah, this isn't this isn't real good. Yeah, it's like something's going on. Like, maybe it's just time we go. It was just like the same vibes as the first time we were down there. It was just like we we got to go. You know? Did you did you ever feel scared at one point when the mo- the motor wasn't starting? And, you, uh, that and was, you're drifting in towards it, and we're dri- yeah, and it's because the, the tide, you know, it was going out. So we were just like, oh, you know, we're getting washed directly to where it is, and yeah, at that point we we're just like, oh, like I was, I was pretty like, yeah, you know, we need to go. So you know, and that's again, that's when the adrenaline starts pumping and. It's it's fight it's fight or flight, you yeah. know. So yeah, no, absolutely. Like, Let, let's go. <laughs> and you know what? There's every chance that there was more than one there because these creatures rarely kind of roam on their own. Mm. Yeah, definitely. We were like, it, it definitely wouldn't have been the same one because it it'd have to go a fair way down the water, down the river, and especially it has to go across the river. I don't know. I. It might have took the chance and swam across, and you know decided to show its anger, or it could have been you know something else going on. I don't know. Oh right, so you think the the tree shaking was actually another one of these creatures? Well, I feel like it could have been. I feel like it could have been. Look, this one that we looked at, it was it was placid. It, it didn't really. It was just like you know looking at us and thinking. Jeez, boys, what are you doing? Like, that's, that's sort of the vibe we got. It was just like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it was the same one. I think it definitely could have been. It definitely could have been a different one, but it's hard to say. You know, being that late at night, you know, this you just sort of well over it. You know, you just can't really think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I know those situations. You know, yeah, you, you're out there. It's the middle of the night like you said super early morning you're you're kind of brain dead at that kind of time and then you have something like this happen where you know you're just getting these massive peaks of energy excitement it's just a total it it probably was a bit of a sensory overload oh definitely definitely yeah so Mate, I have to say, you are the most casual, laid-back Yowie experiencer <laughs> that's ever been on the show because I can tell you that no one on this show has ever decided to roll the swags out and have a sleep downriver from where they just potentially had a, a Yowie encounter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we sort of didn't think, we don't think about it, you know. We're just like, you know, yet. What can you do? You know, if it's going to get us, it's going to get us, and there's not much we can really do about it. So. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's just, fishing trips are hard to come by. You got to take them when you get that opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, we. 
Yeah, that's right. And you know, it was it's a good spot. You know, it's 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 especially good for crabbing down that way. And yeah, it, it's just like we don't go down there much anymore. Like I think the last time I was there would have been 2019, and that was the last time. Oh no, it wouldn't have been that. Probably would have been 20. No, it would have been 2019. Last time I was there, and but you know, I tell you what, the place hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it's it's a fascinating area. I'll have to get the exact coordinates off you. I'd love to do a bit of yeah, a, a, definitely. A, I'll, a I'll, I'll yeah, I'll definitely send you some 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 high shots of it all and sort of sort of pinpoint where we were and where the, the encounters happened. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely send you some info. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you don't mind sharing your your fishing spot with me, mate, I'll I'd love yeah. to have a, a bit of a squeeze at it because it's truly fascinating. The fact that you go into the same area a year later and the activity hasn't kind of subsided, and you know, people go out and look for yowies every weekend of their yeah. of their life, and yeah may never encounter something like that. And nah. you and your mates have kind of gone out twice and had some bloody yeah. ripper encounters and don't care about it. Just decide to have a nap afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. You don't think about that sort of stuff when you go out camping and go out fishing and, you know, you, that's, that's, you know, you probably the least thing you worry about when you're going out. You oh, know, you, absolutely. You know, and, it's, no one plans to go see a yowie when they're, no, <laughs> they're looking to go fishing or not. anything like that. Definitely not. No, it's just like, you know, it's it's just, and it's going to happen. Like it, You just don't know when it'll happen, you know? Do you wish so, you saw the creature? No, like you just, you don't know when, you know, like if you're going to go out looking for it, you don't see anything. It's just when you, like, you just least expect it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's a good way to be because some people kind of get totally enveloped in the the idea of like, oh, I had these these kind of fringe encounters, but I didn't see it. So, you know, yeah. I want to see the creature, but you're kind of nonchalant about it. It's just, yeah, if I saw it, whatever. If if not, yeah. it, it's fine. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely be like, you know, oh, if, if I had a scene, you know, like. It, it, People who I've spoke to and, and you know, the, the stories that I've heard, they've never been actually able to properly see it. And, you know, I can understand why because they're just hidden that well. And it's just like, you know, if they want to be seen, they'll be seen. But if they don't, they won't, you know. So it's like, yeah. Oh, spot on. Spot on, yeah. mate. And and that's it. And, you know, the Australian bush is so thick. It takes two steps and you and you kind of disappeared into nothingness. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but man, it has been so cool talking to you tonight, there, Luke. What a what an absolute champion you are, and I'm <laughs> I'm just shocked that you guys just just kept going like it it was nothing. Truly, yeah. truly amazing, mate. Yeah, it's it was definitely an experience. It's not one that I you know want to happen again. You know, it's still. Still scares the shit out of me sometimes, you know, especially when we get get to talking about it again and hearing it from other people's perspective, you know, it's, it's pretty wild. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. 
You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you.